Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Talkback time with Smithy. Brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Call now for a chance to win today's $50 Chemist Warehouse voucher. 0800 150 811. Yep, you heard it. 0800 We welcome your calls right now. We always welcome one from uh, Dean from Dunedin where he's getting pretty excited because we're only, what, two sleeps away Wednesday, three sleeps away until uh, the big Irish uh, all-black test match. Um, but plenty of things to do in the build-up, I would imagine, Dino. And uh, D- uh, Dunedin will be starting to sense uh, the occasion, won't they? Well, to be honest, mate, we're more worried about that kid children's drink, the traffic light system. If that flips to red, I'll be suicidal. God, might. What are we talking about? That? <laughs> but, um, no, I can't see that happening. Oh, God, I hope not. But I think the last year we were driving around Dunedin with a bus with a South African game all over the back of it, and that just... That dumb my head in. That went to Australia. So you just don't know. You don't know. But for me, mate, I want to talk about Scott Barrett. Now, I think I'm really interested in this team selection as to who they put at six. Now, I don't know why we can't find a lock and leave the lad there because clearly we've had some huge issues at scrum time in recent times. Now, maybe that's because we've had a whole lot of sixes that don't push. Clearly, he's a grunt machine and pushes, isn't he? If you listen to Breakdown, which I only watched on the phone last night, that Irish fella, man, he's a breath of fresh air. Like, I mean, he, give him a job at Sky TV as well. Like, he's so good to listen to, but I don't understand. Like, losing three locks isn't ideal. See, it's no one's fault, but I don't really want to see Scott Barrett go to six. I mean, to four. I'd like to leave him there and find a lock somewhere, but that's... Patrick's not the answer. We Didn't they learn that with Brody when he came back from Japan? This is what does my head in with him. It took him a season of MPC to come good again. So are we that short of locks that we can't put someone straight out of, you know? I don't know. The selections are interesting. Do we put Sam Kane at six? Because he will push, so Dalton can play seven. I suppose I'd be happy with that. But I, I just mm. think if Akira starts and we go backwards, that should be the end of him. Because I think he's got a, he's got amazing ability, but I don't think he's got a lot of ticker. The blues, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. Yeah, you well, you you nicknamed him the tap, didn't you? Yeah, because he's he's hot and he's cold, and um, we can't afford you can't afford to have a, a hot or cold um, a tap playing at number six. So uh, I quite. Um, Quite, quite well named actually in terms of uh, some of his history in the past. I, I thought he might have been might have been over that, and then I saw the uh, Super Rugby final. Of course, it wasn't the final though, but it was all three. The Highlanders destroyed them up front. The Brumbies gave them a run for their money, and the the, 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 the Crusaders were just next planet. They were miles away. Like 
they might have had a, a really good season, the Blues. There's too many of them in the in the All Blacks. That's my honest opinion. Like, I'm just pleased Foxy's gone. Like, I can't understand how they get that many in there when they get so destroyed. And that's as close to international rugby as you're going to get. That's quarterfinal World Cup material, and they just weren't there. Now, there's only the excuse. It's not the coaching. It comes down to players. I've had a whole season, the best season I've had in 10, 30 years, or whatever it is, and they turn up a performance like that. That worries me. Hmm. Okay, Dino, thank you very much for that. I'm no doubt uh, being Wednesday, we'll hear from you again before the weekend when that all-black side is named, and we'll look forward to your views on that. Uh, that'll be uh, tomorrow around about 11.30, if they're consistent with uh, last week. Uh, Joey, good morning to you. Joey from Auckland. Yeah, g'day, Smitty. Uh, a couple of things. Just um, with the Reese Walsh uh, situation, I thought the writing was on the wall when he got drafted into the, uh, the Queensland side because um, they would have got in his head over there for sure. And I'm, I'm sure even probably Wayne Bennett might have come down and spoke to him. And um, when you look at it, look at it you, in one sense, I know he signed a, a contract, but you can't blame him. He, he's looking at, at probably trying to win, win a premiership. And at the moment, the Warriors aren't, aren't there. And it's going to take them a while to get there. Um, the other thing, too, the administration with the Warriors, you know, if you're playing for them, to me, I look at it, the administration's not right either. I mean, you look at Brisbane, since um, Benny Eichen's come in, um, he, he got rid of the ones that, were, were, to me, were causing a lot of problems. And, and now look at Brisbane. They're, they're just going upwards and upwards. And, and you've got to get that administration right. Wayne Bennett said it years ago, and then he had a problem with Michael White. And Brisbane got into all sorts of problems because they had problems. But Wayne Bennett always said that it starts from the very top, from the CEO all the way, way down. He said, and then all I have to do as a, as a coach is coach the side. And I think that the, that the administration with uh, the Warriors is out of, out of kilter in the sense that I think it's too many, too many buddy, buddy buddies to me. Um, not, not on the coaching side, but further up. Um, I think the, the uh, owner has too much to say. And, um, and everyone sort of seems to know that, but uh, they don't really obviously say that. Smithy, just about the other thing with the, with the cricket, um, mm. you know, I look at it, Keith, Keith um, he's uh, it's been really great with a woman and that. But what about the debacle with uh, Amy Safeway? I mm. mean, you know, he, yeah. he's, he's, a player, he's a player that can't, that, that would, I mean, if you and I were, 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 were sitting down with top 20 players, she'd be one of the first you'd put it. And yet, and she, she's now retired. And now, what are they doing now? They're looking for another batsman because one of our, our players, Emily Kerr, um, is, is unavailable. And and also, too, the one of the one of the administration there was in the New Zealand um, New Zealand um, administration for the um, World Cup. He was in the management and um, Tata, and yet he gets shifted across to another job. And we had probably our worst. World Cup we've ever had with a woman, and yet he's still there. I, I, that, to me, that's just crazy. Yeah, a couple of good uh, points that you bring up there, Joey, to be fair. Um, um, on the, the Reese Walsh one, uh, can you blame the kid um, for wanting to, to play and change his mind? I mean, people are entitled to change their mind. Uh, the other thing that's uh, of little concern to, of a little concern to me now he's the three uh, third uh, high profile player who once uh, the Warriors uh, was found out that the Warriors were going to spend more time at home or um, or they actually did get home 
He's now the third on the back of Matt Lodge, Nathan Brown, and now Reese Walsh have intimated they don't want to be here all of a sudden. Is this a dangerous trend here? You know, we spoke to Wade Egan yesterday. He didn't sound like he had any signs of that, Joey, um, coming in. So that, that's an interesting one for me. Uh, the Amy Satterthwaite thing uh, is mind-boggling. Um, and I hope someone is uh, in her ear saying, look, uh, review this situation. You're too good. Um, and it's too it's too early for you to turn your back on that. Now that there's uh, a bit more incentive to play, will you please reconsider? I hope someone has done that. I wouldn't be imagining that Ben Sawyer, the coach, is already on to that. Um, so, OK, let's move across to Craig from uh, Tauranga. Craig, good morning to you. Good morning, Smitty. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Really good, mate. Yourself? Good. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. So um, I just want to go back to your sermon from yesterday. I sent you a text afterwards. I didn't, I, you possibly yep. did read it out. I didn't, didn't hear it on air. But, but I, I, just, um, I just echo your sentiments, really. Now, now um, your sermon yesterday was about the, the leadership within the All Blacks, with, with uh, particularly the coach and Ian Foster and, and the captain, Sam Kane, and, and the uh, criticism that they seem to cop. Now, neither Foster nor Sam Kane would, would be my first choice and, and everyone has an opinion um, but I do get frustrated with the amount of criticism they seem to cop um, in, in the media and, and social media and, and um, after a performance like they had on the weekend I, I just think we all need to get in behind them and support them and I'm an all black supporter and, and I accept who's in charge even if I don't totally agree with the appointments but, but it is what it is so I find it really frustrating when people, All Black supporters, are almost willing the All Blacks to to either have a loss or have a bad um, tournament, you know, whether it's a World Cup or, or whatever, uh, in the hope that maybe that'll change the coach or the captain. I just find that so childish. Uh, and as All Black supporters, I just think we need to get behind the team and, and behind Foster. He is the, the man in charge at the moment. Sam Kane is the captain at the moment. And, and I just hope that the, the All Black supporters and the, and the rugby public in general just get behind the team and, and support them and let's take it to the world. You know, like seriously, it's just so childish, that, that attitude. Craig, how long has it been, uh, if you, you cast your mind back to uh, the days of John Hart and Chris Wiley, um, you know, and on going from there, John Mitchell, Robbie Deans, Wayne Smith, uh, all the way through uh, to our level of coaches, Graham Henry, and then uh, Steve Hanson, Steve Hanson, of course, to Graham Henry, uh, and now, uh, of course, uh, we've got Ian Foster. Uh, look, have all those coaches I've just mentioned at one time or another um, been criticised, have been not wanted? Uh, I mean, this is a pattern, isn't it? Well, it just seems to be a pattern, doesn't it? It really does. And and I know that maybe there's a bit of um, provincial pro, um, pride or, or something. And, and you know, because Graham Henry was a was a Blues um, coach, you know, maybe maybe people down south didn't didn't like him for that reason, or, or John Hart copped criticism one way or the other. And um, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. And, and certainly, people have their favourites, but. But sort of almost willing the the All Blacks to go poorly because you don't like the coach. I mean that's just ridiculous. And you're right. I mean you've probably listed every coach back to to sort of the, the early nineties uh, there, and I'm sure each of them have at some stage cop criticism and and things. But um, you know, but come on, you know, like surely we're we're a bit more grown up uh, and, and and a bit more intelligent than than that attitude you see in the media. It's just such a frustrating. A frustrating attitude, that's, that's my point anyway. That's, uh, that's yeah, I, I think... Yep. Yeah. 
I was just going to say, Craig, um, one of the things that um, has uh, accentuated that is social media, right, um, and talkback radio. We, we didn't used to, back in the, the early days, have access to that. So if we had an opinion like that, our mate at the pub would hear it or maybe, you know, frustrated people in our family, et cetera, would hear it or your mates would hear it, but the public wouldn't hear it as such. It wasn't a, a really uh, strong hold there in that respect. I'll go back to uh, – I, I, I think I'll go back as far as Sir Brian Lahore to say – he would be as close to as anyone to be unanimous in terms of this as support as an all-black coach. It's 1987, Craig. Thanks so much for your call. John, uh, welcome to you to the show this morning. Hey, I think the perception with Foster, with a lot of New Zealanders, is that he never was good enough to be the all-black coach because um, a lot of his credentials prior to being the coach were probably not on par with previous all-black coaches. Um, but I think we all support him. Um, that's 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 a gimme, mate. If you're a Kiwi, I think uh, the mere fact that Sam Kane is the captain, we support him, but he's not the best player in the team. Usually, the best player in the team is the captain, and through my eyes, that's Adi Savia. Um, and that performance on the week weekend has just entrenched that in my mind that Adi Savia should be the captain of the All Blacks. Needless to say, yeah. I still support Sam Kane and think that you know. His standing in the All Blacks is, is, is paramount at the moment. Um, but if he can hold on to his position to the World Cup, I'll be um, very surprised. Um, but then Foster's there and he has confidence in, in um, his cattle, so we just support them anyway. Um, but actually, I came on here to talk a bit about a bit of cricket, mate, the sport that we mm-hmm. love. Um, just looking at that test this morning between India and, and England, I actually felt a bit better because um, New Zealand seemed to handle the English a little bit better. Um, I don't know if you saw uh, Root, another century, another century, mate, and he's just on fire. Brendan McCullum, you know, that's four test wins in a row. I know it's at home, but, man, they are looking good. They are looking better than good, John. Uh, Those run chases, you know, chasing runs, used to be one of the hardest things to do in the fourth innings of a test match. To think that you can do it twice in a row, pretty tough. Pretty tough ask to, to, uh, to get the high 200s, the early 300s, batting last on any surface, with the pressure and all sorts of things, the pitch wearing, etc. Hey, look, to do it three times in a row uh, against us, that was an, an unhealthy pattern from our point of view, but still a remarkable achievement. This latest one is the highest run chase in the history of English cricket. That is, I mean, they play a lot of cricket. They have played a hell of a lot of cricket, John. So uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you, mate. That is a massive, massive run chase. Thanks, mates. Uh, Enjoy your calls every morning. Uh, Thanks very much for that. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.